following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Savannah Hugh Moeller, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. And it is time for a very special edition very of special. Mix Shots here inside the SWBC <laughs> podcast studio. Uh, high noon on a Wednesday. Mickey, we've got football players on a football field outside on a Love beautiful it. day for football here. A football coach. Yes, <laughs> you got a football player in the studio, Everson Walls. And we've got Savannah going through all. All of your text messages mm-hmm. because you're irate that this team has lost two <laughs> games in a row. But most importantly, we've got a football coach in the studio, Dave yeah. Campo, with yeah. us today. Hello, Coach Campo. Thank you. Thank you. But you know what? It's special already because that's the legend over there. That's they right. They ran me out of town. Of course, they kind of ran him out of town, right. too. Right. He, he keeps telling us you ran him out of town. <laughs> no, Campo was my dude. No, 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 no. Campo was my dude. He was just trying to stay out of the way of all the shots. You know, That's all. He was in the middle of it all. That's all good stuff. Man. Well, that's he just... proved everybody wrong. I can tell you that. That's that's right. Right. He, went, he did what he, he had to do. He, he got a ring before everybody else exactly. did. Exactly. <laughs> well, oh, Dave Campo man. is in town. In fact, he just flew in from his home in Jacksonville because mm-hmm. it is a big week from the uh, 1990s era after 1989, Everson. Yes. The yes. 1990s There was life after 89. That's right. <laughs> uh, because, of course, Jimmy, jo- Jimmy Johnson going into the Ring of Honor on Saturday night, and Coach Campo certainly not going to miss that, right, Dave? No, and, you know, the interesting thing is you know Jimmy mm-hmm. uh, probably as well as I do. You know, he was around long enough, but he he doesn't like the fanfare. So he basically said everybody, hey, you know, he we all went to the Hall of Fame induction, but he said, hey, you know, I mean, you know, we don't. Even, I'm here because of of gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, and respect, yeah. but gratitude for what he did for me and mm-hmm. my family. No doubt, you know, the, my career. You know, you don't know where it would have been had I not ended up at Miami and coming into here to Dallas. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's uh, I was going to be here, and I'm going to tell him exactly that when I That's see good. him. You know? How long were you there with him at the U at Miami? Only two years. Only okay. And and that was a big deal because I wasn't quite sure. I knew he was going to get a pro job, mm-hmm. but you know, everybody else he brought with him had been with him for four or five years. So I was a little nervous. You know. I, Two years, he's big on loyalty. The new you know, guy. That, you were the new guy, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. loyalty is really big. And I think the thing that really saved me, to be honest with you, was Dave Wanstead. Because, you know, the only thing Jimmy was concerned about going to the next level was the NFL passing game. And, you know, so Dave said basically to Jimmy, hey, look, this this guy's smart. He'll... He'll learn it. He's loyal, and and that's how I got it here. Really, and Wanstead and the Butch Davis type, and they were they were with Jimmy going back to Oklahoma State. Absolutely, yeah. and Tony Wise, right? And, you know, I mean, those guys were with him for a long time, and so I was very fortunate. Well, now you, 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 you part of that from, mix, man. You came from where to get to Miami? Uh, from Syracuse. Syracuse, and right. you know, Jimmy was a stat man, 
And we were fifth and seventh and third in pass defense at Syracuse. Now, the one thing about it was nobody threw the ball. <laughs> so you, you had the moose there. You had Daryl Johnston. Yeah, there. yeah, we had the yeah. moose. Why, why would fact, you throw the ball? Fact, yeah. the moose exactly. And Daryl was the first guy. You know, he sent oh, us out man. scouting right away when we got here. And Daryl was the first guy I went to see at, at Syracuse because yeah. of my association there. Mm-hmm. But so was Wysick still at Syracuse when you were there? Wysick. Wysick was. And, uh, you know, I think that one of the reasons he ended up with us is because of J- uh, Tony. You know, Tony was at uh, Syracuse as well. So, you know, that was, uh, you know, he was big on people knowing people. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. Okay. When I went down for my inter- interview at Miami, I already had another job. And they weren't going to do anything until after the uh, Fiesta Bowl. So once did I was I was with him at Pitt. Tony Wise lived in my house at Washington State. He was with me at two <laughs> other jobs. He was a GA at the time. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, Dalrymple yeah. was a student assistant at Pitt. Uh, Kevin O'Neill I'd been with with Oregon State and Pittsburgh. Jankovic, the AD, yeah. was the 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 student club president at Washington State was there, so I figured I, I'd have a good shot at this thing, right? Well, I find out later, and this is what I tell young coaches all the time: you know how you treat people is going to be your legacy when it's all done. He went downstairs, and Al Bellamy, who is still in the league, a trainer, he's still in the league. I think he's with the Washington uh, Commanders. He said, "Hey, how's Campo with the black kids?" If he'd have said, uh, you know, he's this or that, I would not have gotten that job. And he so, said, so ever since, ever since, how was Campo with the black kids? He was kids? cool as hell. Yeah, man. And, 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 Campo was cool as hell. He said, hey, hey, the guy, they like him, he's good, you know, et cetera. So that was that. First question. Yeah, how are you with good. the black kids? That's funny, boy. That's yep. good stuff, man. Yep. And the rest is history, right? Yeah. So when you got here, uh, Jimmy retained Dick Nolan, right? Correct. For That's one year. why. Yeah. That's why he wasn't. You know, he wanted. And but the the interesting thing is, Everson knows this, and we weren't worth a darn. We put our scheme in. Yeah, we watched. And I actually, <laughs> and and I actually put it in. You know, uh-huh. Dick was a man to man. You know, kind of a. You know, uh, I mean, it was a pro attack uh-huh. as opposed to we were simple. You know, get pass rush and, and you know, that type Syracuse, of thing. And, Syracuse. Like yeah. Syracuse, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and that's why he kept them because he was he was not sure, you know, about that. And he was right. I mean, they taught us a lesson mm-hmm. in the first year. You first know, and, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, yeah. We were hell in preseason. Remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, we, we were balling, boy. I think we were like 3-1 three three in preseason. I scored a touchdown against the I, Chargers, I think. I was hey, like 70-something they yards. Le- they left. They left uh, at, you know, Dan Reeves was the head coach at, at uh, Denver. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and we yeah. played Denver in the fourth game. And they left an all Hall of Fame quarterback <laughs> in there, and they beat us in overtime. Yeah, sure that did. was the third loss, sure the, the first loss. Mm-hmm. And, and we thought, man, I we, got an interception that game. Easy. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we thought this was easy. Oh, I, when I scored against, uh, I forget who I scored against. Man, we were like, oh my god, such a great family. Well, oh my god, we're gonna be, you know, we thought we were gonna come and kick some asses. <laughs> oh my god, was it New, or- was it New Orleans? Well, New Orleans was the, New the first Orleans. game was New Orleans. Oh, Listen, that was god. after the last. 
preseason game, Jimmy and Jerry Walk went off the, the off the field arm and yeah, arm. Yeah, we like, exactly. Yeah. Fist in the air. This is bringing back some yeah, memories. This is going to be great. <laughs> Listen. Everson is the best. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the uh, butt kick down there. Like that was like that a bear. That was, I think A-Bear was uh, something like 28 for 32 or something I, like that. Did we score? Did we score? No. I, that's no. what I thought. It was a, it was a shout think, out. No, it was ugly. I know you ugly. didn't gain 200 yards. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, hell, did we gain 100? That might yeah. be. I can find you know, that out Everson, real quick. Everson did get something from us, though. <laughs> what was that? Because when he went to the Giants, they were a two, cover two team. Yeah, that's true. We just played it differently. Yeah. And what I was trying to tell Jimmy, we got to play this differently. Yeah, no we kidding. Can't, we can't play cover Listen. two on, in, in prevent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and no, that's was, we, that was the Cardinals game and all yeah. of that. And like, yeah. oh, Coach, we can't play this like this. Yeah. And then we went to the Giants. They played it exactly like. You know, perfect. You know, you guys yeah, just—it was different. Yeah, it was different. you guys just weren't on that that level yet, as far as that little nuance, just right. that little nuance. Right. Just how do you want the corners to play? That's yeah. the only nuance it was. Otherwise, yeah, we needed more players up yeah, front. Absolutely. But the the scheme itself, it got obviously it got better. Yeah. You well, guys, one of the problems, one of the problems, obviously, was once we got the front seven. That's when we. That's right. I mean, you know, right. we're DBs. You yeah, know what man. I mean? Yeah. And we it live helps. off of them. We live yeah, off of them. You know, when you got the pass rush, that's the key. Yeah. You and, got it. Y'all got it, too. We played cover two without a pass rush, and you keep, really can't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they hit oh us on God. so many seam routes, and that I, I, I could see. No it. wonder I, Vince Albritton was never there for me, right? He no, got his own no problem inside. He got all kinds of problems. <laughs> 100, 174 total yards 174. on offense in a 28-0 loss. First hey, downs they, are 26-10. They, they, they do this, okay? They work they us break, over. Yeah, they, uh-huh. they work us over, yeah. Bill always going to find the proof in the pudding. He, he really does. So if you bring only something got up, twice. it's not just going to pass by. No, he's going to dwell. Okay, so Mike Saxon had a better passing day than Troy Aikman. <laughs> he was one for one for four yards. Uh, just uh, a vision of the TV screen. <laughs> Look what that is. Broncos are benching Russell Wilson for the final two games. Oh, my goodness. Why? Wow. Well, he doesn't Because play. he's got a, a contract option coming up in March, and they want to don't, don't want to risk an injury uh, before they have to make have that to, offseason Or before they decision. have to cut him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wow. So Jarrett Stidham will get the start for the Broncos. Wow. And uh, this is evidence of a distractible player right here, <laughs> uh, Coach. Mickey, you can't put a TV monitor in front of him because he'll it's start, news. He'll start it's reading the news. The conversation All you had to news. do was watch the interaction between Russell Wilson and Sean, and Sean Yeah, the Payton. last game. Yeah. And you knew right. something was up. Yeah. Well, I told you the story i was in denver skiing when i mean in colorado skiing when they signed him but what was two years ago yeah every news station led that night with the last piece of the puzzle is here for the broncos we're going to the super bowl Mm -hmm. oops Hmm. needed to get that story all right (laughs) all right back to the important stuff what's up campo yeah what (laughs) what else you doing radio yeah, I, I play I actually, golf every day at Sawgrass. No, I'll tell you what, I, I don't play that much golf. I, I really, uh, I, every day I have something. I, I have, I'm on a post game show. 
for two hours. So you're covering the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. Well, yeah, that's almost, a team that's struggling right now. Yeah, Listen, yeah. I almost didn't get this gig here with you guys. Because <laughs> I was in the press box when you guys, when the Cowboys played us last year, and I was doing a little cheering for the Jaguars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working with them, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's right. That's where, you're, that's where you're, your, your money's being you paid. A couple of bucks it, through there. Right. That's right. right. Listen, I'm not getting whatever since you're getting, but I'll get whatever. <laughs> well, if I remember that day when I saw him, he was telling me how good this Jaguar team was mm-hmm. and that the quarterback's the real deal. And he, and he is the real deal when he doesn't have a shoulder that's fallen off. Yeah. 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 I, I'll tell you what, uh, they're really struggling. And, and uh, you know, the, uh, obviously the Cowboys are going through it a little bit with the, the last two ball games. But, you know, they've got the Cowboys have a more talented roster. I mean, there's no question about it in my mind, mm-hmm. you know. And that game was an aberration when we, when Jags won last year. Right. I was on a podcast, a yeah. guy by the name of Mike Tag, who yeah. does a cowboy podcast out of Tampa. Okay. He's a huge cowboy fan. And the first thing I said was, well, when we <laughs> talk about the Jaguars, <laughs> I just did it again. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, I'm a Cowboy fan. You know that. But uh, really, uh, they're struggling. The quarterback, once he got hurt, he hasn't been the same. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that, you know, but some guys can It's can amazing that. that he came back from, uh, I guess that was a knee injury. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was at a knee, an ankle, right there. A knee, an ankle, a shoulder. I mean, he's he's been banged up. Yeah. But uh, you know, we're not very good inside in the offensive line, so that's a problem. And I think what I saw the Cowboy game the other night is is a little bit of problem going with the offensive line here. Mm-hmm. Well, you got to get well. got to get Tyron healthy. And by the yeah. way, that brings us to some news of the day, Nate. Nate and Frisco just he, walked he by the Dave studio. To to <laughs> yeah. uh, some news of the day. Yes. Cowboys making a roster move today. Funny that Indeed. we just mentioned something about that yesterday, that right? That linebacker situation? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we were looking at uh, Rashawn Evans, who has just been waived. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matt Willetsko has been activated from injured reserved uh, to fill the offensive need that we might have. Yep, and uh, Jerry is uh, was on a radio show yesterday. Optimistic, he's of course he's always optimistic, but he's optimistic. Doctor Jerry's optimistic that Tyron will be able to play. Well, this did week. you hear what he said? I heard what he said. It went it went right <laughs> over everybody's head. He said he said after his after we give him that injection, he's usually better. Mm-hmm. So they gave him a shot, right? Uh, and and somebody thought it was still a stinger. It was not a stinger. It, he's got a disc problem, I guarantee you. Uh, and so, uh, and he said, usually when he he gets the injection, he's much better. I saw him walking in the locker room. He walked perfectly, right? No limp. There you go. So we'll That's, see what happens. I don't but, know if owners should be speaking out on. Doctor An injury. He's right. Yeah. I don't know about that. Ask Cam about Jerry giving the injury. Listen, if you want to hear, imagine if Jimmy was here and he's heard something like that. If you want to hear anything about the Cowboys, Jerry will tell you. Right. That's the problem. Which I love about him, but I mean, you know, that's he's that's him. So I looked up Evans. He it since he got here, 71 snaps, so seven point five percent of the snaps 
Uh, and Have you got that broken down to how much money he's paid? I, I no, did okay. not. Yeah, mm. nine tackles. Did you, Bill? Uh, it's not much. It's, he's on a veteran minimum deal. Last four games, he's only had fourteen snaps, and right. eleven in one of those. Mm-hmm. So they weren't using him to the I point that they had six DBs on the field virtually the entire game against Miami. Uh, now maybe that was a strategic. There's, there's a reason for that. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. So they didn't trust him. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, let's go. Uh, I've been wondering when, but do you take the chance of saying, well, we got this veteran guy over here, he ain't playing great, and we got this guy is young and mm-hmm. he hasn't played at all, you know. And he's got a shoulder issue that it seems like every time he years, plays that yeah. something happens with that. So shoulder. I don't know what they do, but if you go back, you inspired me last night to go back and watch more of the game, and uh, you know. Part of his pro- Chuma's problem was, well, he get, he's a little slow off the ball. He gets beat. The other problem was he was just making decision mistakes. Yeah, like he yeah. kept he they he kept double teaming with Tyler Smith at guard when the guy was blitzing off the outside, coming clean. And it's like at some point, don't you have to recognize that? Uh, and so that was almost the decisions he was making were almost as bad as, you know, getting beat physically is one thing. Mm-hmm. But, gosh, you got to recognize, I think. I think and I think, even with that, we only gave up, you know, what, 21 points? 22, 22 was a points. miracle. Yeah. And that's a, that's a high-powered offense considering. But the, you know. the problem was, though, is that they only scored 20 and the quarterback <laughs> sacked four times and got hit 12 times mm-hmm. and got out of a couple that I don't know how he got out of. Even that last, I think it was the last drive. It was the last spun drive. away and dumped it to the tight end. Yeah, that was big. He was going down. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect to us DB guys, but if you're not operating up front, you're in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we got uh, Charles Haley here back in the day, that was – that's why we won Super Bowls. I mean, you know, we played better and all those kind of things. But in reality, the front, another, another, the front seven. Another DB had something to do with that as well yeah, that y'all yeah. brought in, too. Yeah. 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 Kevin Dion. Smith. Yeah. Guy named yeah. Dion. Yeah. But that was the last one. Yeah, that right. was the last For the last Super Bowl. But Darren Bowl. Yeah. Woodson probably had a pretty good hand in it mm-hmm. as well. Yep. But I mean, it's, no, it, he you know, always had a hand in there. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. but uh, really, the front, that's the same thing that's happening with the Jaguars. I mean, you know, they, they're getting pressure all the time and – Todd Bowles, who's an aggressive coach in, a, in his own right, and I, Todd worked for me in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a, a corner coach. He's an aggressive guy, and he did what you have to do with the Jaguars, and this is what you have to be careful of with the Cowboys. He went in and said, okay, we can cover him. Now, with Lamb, that's a tough decision, okay? But with our guys, with Kirk Hurt, yeah. Ridley's not quite where he needs to be mm-hmm. with the Jags. And, uh, you know, and then he said, we can cover him, and they're having trouble protecting. So, so they it, just let it eat. So it was Todd it. Bowles with, with you with, in Cleveland, when you were in Cleveland, after you were the head coach of the Cowboys. Yes. And I before a, he came to, to Dallas with Parcells. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Right. He, he, uh, when I went to Dallas, we, uh, from Dallas to Cleveland, I was a co- assistant head coach. Right. Coordinator with Butch Davis. With Butch, and he, uh, we kept uh, Chuck Pagano and Todd. Those were the two guys off the defensive staff that we kept when we went in there. Well, Camps, I have one hope for you today that Charles Haley's here. <laughs> he's probably walking around right now, he's, somewhere he's, around here. He, let me tell you something. He he's a he's a 
trip. That's one word. Listen, nice guy. I, I, I want to say this. I hope, I hope Butch Davis and Wanstead are not listening on this at this time because both of those guys wanted to get him out of here. I said, really? wait a minute. Hold on here now. Let's that's work right. with him. And Jimmy wasn't letting him go anywhere. Yeah, believe that's because you, know, you, you work so well with the black players. That's yeah. exactly yeah. right. Send him to Campo. <laughs> and he's one of the best ones I ever worked with. Right there. Well, All right. Just to, just to let you know before Bill goes to break, when he comes walking down the hall and everybody's walking towards him, everybody scatters. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We continue with more mixed shots with Dave Campo, our special uh, guest. We're going to talk Jimmy as the hour continues here in just a moment. <laughs> I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola. A journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. <sighs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? Or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, you can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. Back, back to mixed shots. Post roofing and waterproofing, the official roofer of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Savannah, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, you're a younger generation. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you realize that or not, but the ex okay for for us who live this whole experience mm -hmm. with Coach Campo, we can go on and on talking about it. For the younger generation, what perspective do you have, and, and do Cowboys fans from your generation have on Jimmy Johnson and the whole '90s Cowboys legends? Yep, legends. Mm -hmm. Just. Being able to be here with you today and hear all the stories from the 90s and everything that you guys did to build those Super Bowl teams, it's legendary. And that's what every Cowboys fan 
whether you're young or old, that's what you grow up knowing and learning. And I think it's just exciting this weekend, especially for Jimmy and all the support around it and everything from the Jones family to everyone coming into town to be able to to be here for this moment. So it's, it's actually very exciting it, for, it's, it's, for it, any age. It's a tribute to what uh, Jimmy and Coach Campo and what all of them accomplished in their career, that it stands the test of time. Yeah decades later where people who didn't even see those teams play know the stories of those teams. Mm-hmm. I think well, that's pretty cool. the triplets were so legendary. Yeah. And, and, you know, I mean, we played good defense, but the triplets were the, were the draw. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they played really well. And I think people still know them because they're in the media. And and that's mm-hmm. you know and Daryl Johnston's in the media. Hey, you know those Monday the the three games that were played on Monday. The analyst on all three games. CBS had the Kansas City Raiders game right. at noon, and it was Romo that yep. was the analyst. Yep. And then the three o'clock game, DJ was DJ. the analyst. And then the night Troy. game, it was Troy. So, yeah. and I I think you know that that in itself was uh, and to almost do it four times in a row. I mean, really, in all honesty, if if Dion hadn't onboard Michael in that game and not oh, get the man. call, come on, man, armbar, yeah. oh, that's being come on, man. <laughs> yeah, he tackled him. He tackled him. Yeah, exactly. They didn't call that. I know. Oh. That probably would have been number four. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just we had great players. I mean, you don't, you know, all we have to do is just make sure that the guys understand that, you know, that there's certain things that are important to winning a ball game and. <laughs> The players play, and uh, you know we we were fortunate enough to get great players, and we had a good eye for te- for players. Uh, Vincent Smith, great example. Vincent Smith yep. played at Pittsburgh. Uh, Kent Urock, the who was the uh, GM for the Braves at the time. Atlanta, yeah, yeah. I was I was at a deal. We were at a scouting thing, and it was right when uh, the the. Uh, uh, First form of pre-agency started. The, the Plan B uh, free Plan agency. B. And we took and we took we took eighteen guys. Joke. Okay, we took eighteen guys, and I'm sitting there next to Yurok because we're waiting for the workout to start, and he's he was downplaying the, the the that because it was the last ten guys of each team on the rosters. Well, we had eighteen of them, so he said, "Well, let me tell you something. I had Vincent Smith in in uh, in Pittsburgh." He can't play. He'll never play. Yeah, he only played in in one. I think he was in all three Super Bowls. But he was at least in two of them as a starting outside linebacker. Well, that's how you got Novacek too. Yeah, well, yeah, Novacek and Awalt both yeah, played. Yeah, well, Awalt also. The same two club. tight ends yeah. in that same. James Washington. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were. We got players. Was Awalt? He was a Cardinal as well. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They were. They had, those were two huge tight ends. Yeah. Novacek was more athletic. Yes. But Awalt was, was huge. Big. Well, they didn't right. like the way he blocked. They didn't. They didn't like the way Novacek. Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, of course yeah. not. No. Yeah. yeah. No, he wasn't yeah. trying to block. It's like, yeah. well, don't ask him to block. <laughs> right. They got AWOL for that. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Novacek's a little bit like uh, the kid that that the Jags have, Ingram. Yeah. You know, he's he's adequate, but he's he's As really a, a wide receiver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's true. You know, that That's plays true. close to the line of scrimmage. So, right. how much attention have you paid to this team? Do you get to watch uh, the games? Yeah, because I have uh, NFL Plus. Okay, I get I get that because I can watch the the, the whole yeah. secondary. When you watch it on TV, and I'll be honest with you, when you're on when you're in the press box, 
you can't see all the little stuff going on. You have to really watch it again, mm-hmm. like you were right. talking about. Right. You know? Yeah, at all you know, twenty-two. I can see it. Yeah. So I've seen. I didn't watch every Cowboy game, but I've I've seen quite a few of them. And your thoughts? Well, first of all, uh, they've got guys that can take the top off the coverage, and that that's huge. You know, it, it just puts all the pressure on the secondary. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, the the deficiency that I see really is the ability to stop the run because they're, you, you don't want to get into a pass situation with this team where you have to throw, right. you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they've got guys that can rush the passer. And I'm talking about what we had back in the day. We had eight guys that could play the, in the defensive front. The Cowboys, I don't know if they have eight guys, but they've got – And they rotate them in there. They right, keep them yeah. fresh, right. and they can rush the passer. Even the inside guys can rush the passer. Mm-hmm. And you guys had some no-names on the team back yeah. then. Was, yeah. was it Jimmy Jones? Yeah, yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Jones. Jones. Yeah. He, Jimmy he, Jones was a great one. He could only play 15 plays a right, game, and right. he was all shot. But he, <laughs> had, he had two fumble recoveries, and he had a, he he had a, a fumble f- into the end zone in the Super Bowl. That's right. For a win, That's for right, a and he got – he got money. He went to St. Louis, I think. He got the free agency. Absolutely. Yeah. That was a Miami guy. And he, yeah. we, and he we owns knew half. His, oh, we knew his background. Know, yeah. He yeah. owns half the land past Lancaster, too, Does he? by the way. Nice. Yeah. And then they had nice. that other guy from Emporia State yeah. that was in their defensive line guy. Leon, 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 Leon <laughs> And add Eric Williams to that from a small little school out in yeah. Ohio or something, wherever he was. Uh-huh. No, but, you know. That Central was, State or something. Central State. That's right. HBCU. That's right. Yeah. But really. I think that's the only weakness I see other than the offensive line was a little banged up. Right. You know, and I think, you know, that has to be. Well, and part of the the problems on the run defense right now, and we were talking about it yesterday with the loss of Leighton Vander Esch at linebacker. Right. And and going back to training camp, they lost their third round pick to Marvion Overshone, who was not going to project it to start this year. But when you start having injuries in your linebacking core, he was going to get a lot of playing time. Right. And once you get into the season, now there's not a whole lot. They pick up Rashawn Evans, right. and he didn't pan out. He gets waived today. Right. So to the point that they come off a game against Buffalo, they move Marquise Bell, a safety, yeah, to linebacker. I saw that. And right. he's a Number pretty 14. good player. Yes, yeah. he's, 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 he's just light. Light, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, right. Exactly. And so then they get run on by Buffalo. Right. But Buffalo gets a lead, and so they're able to just run it and run it and run it. And then they come up against the Dolphins this week. And literally, there was one linebacker on the field the entire game. Yeah. If you if you consider Bell right. to be a safety playing linebacker, right. and J. Ron Curse was in that linebacker position yeah. as a yeah. safety. Yeah. And speaking of Damone Clark, I saw that play on a bigger screen than what you yeah. text me. Oh my God! The holding. The guy grabbed him and tackled him from behind. Yeah. And he gets up and he's jumping up and down and yeah. nothing. That was on the last drive of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was holding. That's ten yards from yeah. where they were. Mm-hmm. It was unbelievable. It it, uh, it was an eight yard run that uh, created second and two yeah. at the thirteen yard line. And if you get the call at the fifteen yard line, if you get the call, then it's first and twenty at the right. you know thirty three. And it, and they're kicking, they're in. 50-yard field goal range instead of 20-yard field there goal was a, There was a pass play, and, and and Brandon Cooks is coming across the middle, and the guy almost ripped his jersey off, yeah. tagging from behind, no call. There was a there was a, a chop block on Parsons, uh, high and low, no That's call. That's dangerous. That's and very was. dangerous. 
Because yeah. the guy pulled him uh, and went down, and then the other guy came over the top. And no call. The NFL has taken some heat this year on the officials. How do you keep your composure on the sideline? Well, you don't. I would get kicked out. I don't. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Jimmy didn't. We're playing the Giants. I'm sure it was 89. Uh -huh. Phil Simms was a quarterback. Right. We're playing the Giants, and I'm halfway out to the hash mark. We weren't worth the thought. They were good. I'm halfway out to the hash mark, screaming, hollering. Jimmy grabs me and pulls me off, and he goes, I'll fire you if you go out there again. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, he and I were halfway out on, that, to, it was, to it, the hash it, mark. It was a Giants game. I don't think it was 89. It might have been 90 or 91. Been 90. That was the it one, that right. was the one in the post game. You were there. You were there. Yeah. And now I yeah. you're playing for the Giants. For the yeah. Giants. Yeah. 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 yeah, That was the post-game press I'm conference. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. <laughs> Jimmy said, that's the worst officiating since my daddy said, this is what you call a football. <laughs> that was the Giants post-game. Oh, boy, I'll never forget that because uh, he, was, he and I were standing right next to each other at least eight or nine yards on the field screaming at the officials at the end of the uh -huh. game. So, well, yeah. you hey. remember when Parcells, he got – he got pissed at, oh, he, he ended up being a defensive coordinator. The, the, he was the son of a, a coach. I forgot his name. Um, when he was here? Or? Yeah, he was Pendergast. the wide receiver. Pendergast, he said. The, uh, the passing game coordinator. Okay. And then he oh, ended no. up at Pittsburgh uh, as the OC. Anyway, Parcells had lectured them all to quit yelling at the officials, right? And there was a call that they didn't get. And this guy, this guy, he 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 got all over the official, and Bill gets in the middle of it and he punches him to get him off. Right? I he that. just punches him, right? I remember that. And Bill tells the story the next day. Uh, there was a Seattle game, I think. Yeah, the next day we're doing the press conference, and he said, "Yeah, my daughter called me and said uh, we need to go back to that. anger management." <laughs> You can't do that. <laughs> All right. We got uh, more time left here with Coach Campo. And, by the way, uh, Nate in Frisco has texted in. He wants Campo Can to you go ask outside. about Coach Johnson? We will do that <laughs> with Coach Campo Coach in just a moment here on Mix Shots. <laughs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. Cowboys football and Miller Lite. What a pairing. Can cracks a kickoff. Tailgates going way past postgame. Sunday night overtimes followed by Monday morning swagger. Brisket in the smoker. Miller Lite in the cooler. America's team playing America's greatest sport. Miller Lite, the only beer of the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys football tastes like Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2023 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Did you know that responding to one spam call can lead to more? or that the IRS would never ask for your social security number on the phone? Beat scammers at their own game by subscribing to AARP Fraud Watch Network alerts and texts. At aarp.org slash beatscammerstx, 
You can sign up to receive information that helps you recognize and avoid the latest scams. That's aarp.org slash beatscammerstx. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Back, back to mixed shots. Sean Polite is your 2023 Cowboys Fan of the Year, and now he needs your help. Vote for Sean to be given the ultimate title of NFL Fan of the Year, presented by Captain Morgan, by casting your vote at NFL.com slash Fan of the Year. His name is what? Sean Polite. wonder if he's related to Lusaka. Oh, you remember him? <laughs> There's a Cowboys player named yeah. Osaka Polite, yeah. fullback. Yeah. That's right. All right, we continue <laughs> with Dave Campo here, and let's talk Jimmy a little bit. Okay, uh, what is it that's, that stands out to you as far as working for Jimmy? Jimmy as a head coach, what is it? Well, there are a few things, but the, the, the thing that he had that a lot of people don't is he knew people. He knew players. Talent. He knew he, knew he could get into their into their uh, mindset. He could he knew when to treat people one way or another way. And he and he was a great talent evaluator. And you know he in a lot of cases, uh, I, I believe this. I heard this story. I heard it from Barry. So I don't know if yeah. it's true or not. It's <laughs> not <laughs> but, 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 disclaimer. Yeah, but. Barry came in and he said he went in to try to get in the computer and watch a game in Jimmy's office when he first got here, and the computer was disconnected. <laughs> so his point was he didn't really watch football. He was a CEO, and he had his way of doing things. And, and really, to be honest with you, that was a, a big strength for him. And, and the other thing is he really he, – he's, he's a loyalty guy. He wanted to know that the guys that were around him was his, were his kind of guys. And I think those things uh, are true today, to be honest with you. But he was he was literally a genius, literally. And, you know, all this analytic stuff that goes on today, he had it already. But he didn't have a computer. He didn't, mm-hmm. wasn't looking at a computer. You know, he had it in his mind. He knew when to onside kick. He knew when to, you know, uh, go for it on go fourth for down. It fourth down. Yeah. All the things that yeah. they're doing today off the analytics, he – he had that. If you can pinpoint, what was his finest hour as a Cowboys head coach? When he stood up and said, "How about them Cowboys?" <laughs> that, hey, that, I watched this adult cartoon. It's called Archer. <laughs> they put that in there. Yeah, they did. they really? put that in there. Yeah. They sure did. He was talking about, uh, he was like some military thing. He, he was talking about, okay, I need my generals to go here. And over, uh, last thing, how about them Cowboys? Yeah. It's yeah. a freaking cartoon. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's it, listen, it, that's legendary, it I is. think. It and is. then the other thing was the uh, when he said, 
well, he said a couple things. He said, I'll fight uh, uh, Buddy Ryan yeah. at the 50-yard line. <laughs> but he L- put his fat, fat rear in the locker That was a fine hour. And I think the other fine hour was when, he went, when we went to San Francisco and he said, you can put it in three-inch letters. We're going to win. And nobody thought – and, of course uh, – the head coach said he's got brass. Seifert. You know yeah. what? Yeah, yeah. And that was <laughs> that was actually brass, the '93 game. That was '93. Yeah, yeah. So '92 was when Cowboys went there right. and won 30 to 20 right. in route to the first Super Bowl win. Right. right. And right. then San Francisco came here in '93. Yeah, that was that he, one right there. That one. They're, they're showing off. There you go. That's, a, that's your favorite one. I love and it. So is that your favorite? No, I wore it because Jimmy. Oh, okay. '95 is my favorite because I was a coordinator at that time, and and you know that was a. Do you you'll, remember? You'll the, wear you'll wear the '95 one when Barry goes in. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if he's going in. I don't think he's going to make it. I love the guy now. Right. Don't get me wrong. I love Barry, yes. but uh, yeah, I do too. You know what? After that '95 <laughs> one, and I don't know if you remember it this way, but uh, it looked like you guys were just relieved that you Absolutely. survived. And I remember looking in the coaches in the coaches uh, locker room and you guys were kind of strewn out on the floor and, and they were still in like the, uh, whatever underwire they had on. And it, it would look like they just had arrived uh, like on a shipwreck, right? <laughs> and it just looked like they were so relieved. There was no celebration. They were just laying that there That was a going, tough game. Thank Listen, God. one of the guys that I do the show with in Jacksonville is uh, Leon Searcy. Yeah. Played for us at Miami. He was a Pro Bowl right tackle in the league. Played for Pittsburgh at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And he, he's one of the toughest individuals that I've ever been around. And that's what Pittsburgh was at that time, and that was a tough ball game for us. It was a, it was a grinder, and and uh, Coward did a great job on that onside kick. We were struggling defensively. They'd move the ball all the way down the field, and until Larry Brown intercepted that that ball, yeah, man. we were in trouble. Yeah. And so it was really a case of of, it was a tough win, and uh, Zimmer was so fired up. I'm up at the press box, and there's a minute something left. We've got the game one, and he's cussing me out about I want to come down and, and participate. He said, there's still a minute and a half left. I mean, it was, it was more relief than anything else. All right, to I, want to take, I want to take you back to 80, 89, February of 89, okay, when word gets out that Jerry Jones is buying the Cowboys and Jimmy Johnson is going to go from Miami to the Dallas Cowboys as head coach. What do you remember from that time? Well, the first thing I remember was that Jimmy didn't want to go to that restaurant. Yeah. That's what Ivan Mazel was at and the picture was taken. That, because he made that very clear. And, and Jerry didn't realize, you know, the you know, being an oil and gas guy, you know, he didn't really understand how it worked, you know, with the media and all that. Mm-hmm. So so basically what happened, Savannah, is they went to Mexican food restaurant. What restaurant was it? Uh, me. Uh, me. 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 Mia's. Mia's. And where? Where? Like off in, Northwest in, Highway. Okay. Yeah. Here right. in Dallas. In yes. Dallas. Okay. Yes. In Dallas. 
And Ivan Mazel, who went on to career at ESPN, he was working for the Dallas Morning News there. He spots Jimmy in there, and then he puts two and two together because the, the reports had come out in the previous couple of days mm-hmm. that this Jerry Jones guy is going to buy the Cowboys, whatever. And so, but anyway, Jimmy and Jerry are in the restaurant, and, and so a picture gets posted basically or published on I think it was on that Saturday morning. Right. Well, they keep called yeah. the photographer at the morning news. Right. And said you gotta get, get here. here. There were there weren't Breaking cell phones news. then, yeah. Savannah. And so it, it wasn't like <laughs> Ivan Ivan news. couldn't break out his phone and that's take a how picture. Old we are. They were that's they how had old to we dial. Are. They had to dial it. They yeah. probably put a quarter <laughs> in it was a, it was, see it was a week later they had developed the right. film and then Right. <laughs> exactly. And then finally it got in the paper. And really that's <laughs> That's when I got nervous because yeah. what I said earlier, you know, when that came out, I said, uh-oh, you know, th- th- uh, I may be out of a job here, mm-hmm. you know, and that I remember that very strongly. But I also remember we flew in on Jerry's plane and, you know, the hill coming off of uh, what's I, the, the I 635? The 635 to MacArthur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at Valley Ranch. Yeah, we get off. We we're getting off of six thirty-five, and we look down and we see the complex. Mm-hmm. There was nothing there, but the complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were no right. houses, no anything, no restaurants, no buildings, nothing. And that that stuck out to me too mm-hmm. because I said, "Man, where are we here? Were you in middle of nowhere mm-hmm. or what?" But, I can't remember what what one of your assistants said, but he said when we were coming down that hill, I said to myself. Oh my God! What have we got we ourselves into? That's right. Okay, so then fast forward after the second Super Bowl win, and then it's March of 1994, and the divorce happens. And so, yes. what was going through your mind at that point? Well, he Jimmy had come in and he had told us that you know what had happened and that there was an issue. He said, "I I think we're all right." He said, "But I'm going over." Uh, and we were just sitting in a staff meeting, and and he he said we're going, you know, well, I'll let you know what's going on. So we're just kind of sitting there, and he went over and he came walked in and he said, guys, it's over, but you guys are all. He right. went over to Jerry's office, yes. which is a hallway, yeah. and mind you, yes. there was media. That was allowed inside Valley Ranch right, we've in, the hallway, in the hallway where right. we were camped out for like two days there, three days there between Jimmy's office and Jerry's office. And whenever there was movement, here are all the minicams and everything <laughs> up and they're following Jimmy as he makes the walk to Jerry's office. I mean, it would made for great television. Savannah, so then can, you're in a staff meeting well, just waiting to see what the verdict is. Yeah. Before I finished that, Savannah, when I went out of here, there was nobody outside. <laughs> Oh, no. I don't feel bad. When Parcells left with his baseball bat, yeah. there was, I think, one photographer yeah. was at, at Channel 11, I think, it got the picture yeah. of him walking out because he happened to stake but out the that's facility. That's why Jimmy's a legend. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's right. you said it right. I mean, that group there. But anyway, uh, so uh, we're sitting there, and Jimmy walked back in, and he said, hey, guys, it's over. And he said, you guys are all right, I think. And he said, I think. Mm-hmm. So about an hour later, Jerry called us down to the staff, the, the regular staff meeting room. And we're sitting there, and he goes, guys, I want to introduce you to your new head coach. And then walked Barry, and Barry walked in. <laughs> and Barry looked at us, and he said, hey, let me tell you something. He said, I'm not changing anything that's, that's good. 
He said, I only ask you for one thing. That's be loyal to me. Mm -hmm. That was it. And he walked out. And that was it. We went back to work. Business as usual. So uh, my question is, they talk about Jimmy and this five-year thing. Yes. Have you ever talked about that? No, but I, I agree. He's a he's he, once he's there for five years, he's ready to go. Yep. And that was the same with Dallas. That's what you felt. He did Dallas and he did uh, yeah. the Miami Dolphins yeah. the same and way. And Oklahoma yeah. State. And Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, you, you say it's a five-year thing. I mean, I mean, I've never talked to him. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so, the, so the, te- the job with Fox is probably the longest one <laughs> <Yeah>. he's had. <laughs> exactly. And he tried to get out of this one, but they won't let him. Yeah, you can do it from home. You know, you can do it No, but I, I, you know, I say that a lot. You know, hey, Jimmy was a five-year guy. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, he I thought bored. that was really just the media, you yeah. know, speculating no, no. things. That's I, I, no, I think there's it, something to it, yeah. to be honest That's with crazy. you. That's crazy. But and, I don't know. That. If it, I mean, I'm just saying that. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, your predecessor walked out the door by himself also. Mm. Yeah. Chan Gailey. Yeah. The last he person did. he saw was me. Oh, Lord. And he wasn't happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now now to, to wrap this up, what do you what do you think – it means to Jimmy. I mean, there's been so much speculation over the last decades that, okay, when's Jimmy going into the ring of honor? What does it mean to him I now? Think it, to... I think it means an awful lot. I mm-hmm. think his he put everything he had. You know, he got divorced from his wife as soon as he got here. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I don't want him to listen to that. But, I mean, that's he was tunnel-visioned on what was going to happen at the Dallas Cowboys, mm. and he knew it was a big deal. And uh, I can tell you this: when we're up at the Hall of Fame, and Jerry and Jimmy are talking. We're in a, you know, we're in a cowboy uh, party mm-hmm. at the Hall of Fame, and Jerry said to him, he said, "Well, I know you. You're going to go in the Ring of Honor." And Jimmy said, "Before I die, <laughs> <laughs> or before so, you die." Yeah. yeah. So it means it means it means a lot to him, and and that's why I'm here. I, I'm here because of gratitude for what he did, but I'm also here for respect for what he deserves. Mm-hmm. And I I did a little video I think is going on the board or whatever, and the last thing I said was. The ring's not the ring without you. Mm-hmm. That's it. Good stuff. The way I look at it. Now, I mean, I was there. I lived it. But that's how I see it. Good stuff, man. That's great stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Hey, yes, this has thank been great. You. I probably mm-hmm. talk too much. No, man. No. No, 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 being around you guys. Better listen to Spagnola. God. <laughs> and by the way, you can catch more of Dave Campo at 11 a.m. on Saturday on CBS 11 on mm-hmm. Cowboys Game Day. Oh, very good. All right. And that does it uh, for mixed shots and. Uh, how about we take a look at the Detroit Lions tomorrow? Well, I've okay. got all my Lions notes. All right. Ready to go. We'll, go, we'll deep dive into the Lions All right. Tomorrow. And it's going to be Savannah's show tomorrow as well. All right. Let's on, do it. Uh, mixed shots. Thanks a lot, Coach. You're and welcome. Thanks, guys. For enjoy your week here. Back home. Campo. And uh, we'll shout at you again tomorrow on Mix Shots. <laughs> go Cowboys. Yeah. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?